coming up on the Portland Morning Brew. I have no restroom experience at all. And I said it was like jumping off the high dive with no water. It's time again for your Portland Morning Brew. Casual conversations with business, city, and community leaders and influencers. Get to know your neighbors. News, views, and events all centered around our community. Now, here's your host, Troy Holden. All right, and welcome back to the Chamber Podcast. And this is called Your Morning Brew. And today we have a special guest with us. This is Jasca Russell. And I'm very excited to talk to her for the second time today because me being the consummate professional, I forgot to hit record the first time we talked. So that means all the bleeps don't have to be bleeped. That's right. That's right. Maybe we can edit ourselves better (laughs) this time. Yeah, yeah. As most of you know, Jasca has occasions, five chefs. She has event centers here in town. And we'll touch on some of that and uh, talk about her love for the community in Portland and and even uh, go back in time a little bit. Now, the number one question that my wife had last night, she says, how does she have time to make all those crafts and things that she sells up there? And I said, I don't know if she does that or not. <laughs> That's a good question. No, I do not make anything. Now, at home, I'm a crafter. I oil paint and I uh, play the piano and I, uh, I'm learning to crochet and uh, piece quilts together. But as far as the shops at occasions, that is all bought merchandise, and uh, I have uh, usually a month out of the year, I'm somewhere, January and July mainly, I go to Atlanta, but I go to Chicago, I've gone to Dallas, I've gone to Las Vegas, I've gone to New York, uh, buying things to bring to this little town of Portland, Tennessee. That's really neat. That's neat. I know I, I see some of those ventures that you post on Facebook, very interesting uh, to get to do that. Now, um, five chefs uh, for years, uh, I had heard there were there were five chefs and then it went down to maybe one or two or something. But t- tell us a little bit about that name. Okay. First of all, we've got to start with occasions because I was in a strip mall in occasions and uh, my dad sewed the strip mall and occasions was barely making it. So he didn't charge me rent at occasions, but when he sold to the strip mall, I was going to have to start paying rent. And my husband was in real estate and he saw that house over there having no clue when he showed it to me, I wanted to move occasions over there, which I did, which was the best thing ever. Just being in that house brought more people out of town, but then they'd start saying, do you have something to eat? Do you have something to drink? Do you have a blah, blah, blah. And I thought, I'm going to build a little, coffee shop, blah, blah, blah. And I I said this earlier, I have no restaurant experience at all. And I said, it was like jumping off the high dive with no water, had no clue what I was doing. And I still learn today something in that restaurant. And I call this little crease in my head, five chefs, but I've got a great manager and she takes care of so much for me. But when we started the name five chefs is I had five ladies, including myself, uh, we thought that we were just going to make a casserole, a cake, and a gallon of tea, and that's what we would serve. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we opened the doors, they were lined out to the parking lot, and um, my husband, Johnny, and I went and bought a grill at Walmart about this big, made grilled cheese sandwiches, and those ladies ran out the door, and I don't blame them. The next week, I was <laughs> looking for help, and uh, we, we're uh, a restaurant. Uh, we can seat 
100 people a day. We're only open for lunch. And people have asked me, why are you only open for lunch? And I've said this before, too. Uh, we tried everything. We've tried to do breakfast. It wasn't supported. We tried to do supper. It wasn't supported. We tried to do farm um, table where you bring your family in and we'll serve you family style. And you've got to support. So these businesses in Portland right now are looking for support. So if you want to keep your businesses, you have to support your businesses. Wonderful place, too. It's just a, uh, a Portland needs these things and we do need to support them. I know that, uh, as I worked in a couple of different places here in town, that's, that's, you know, anybody would come in automotive. That's where we went. That's where we took them for lunch. And then as things changed and we had to do more catering in and people didn't want to go out, we would use you guys for catering. It was awesome. Uh, food's always just been wonderful and service and, and, uh, and the staff up there just forever has been great. Um, and, and just that environment to go into a place and have that, that feel, um, here in town where there's nowhere else you can go. That's that, you know, it just has that feel. I don't know. I don't know exactly how to describe it. It's just a great well, I appreciate place. That. Um, let's kind of turn back the clock a little bit and, and talk about family and ties to the community and history and, and, uh, give people an opportunity to know, you know, the things that going back that your parents have even done and and the involvement and the dedication in the community uh, with helping things grow. I mean, Portland is, yes, it's a very industrial community, but there are people who are saying, I don't know why we don't have this and have that. And there's, there's reasons behind that. It's not, you don't snap your fingers and it comes. And we had talked a little earlier about being a visionary and making those investments. Uh, reflect back on some of that with, with, with your dad and, and the things that, that he and your mom did and the things they believed in here. Well, my mom was definitely a supporter of, of she was the quiet, um, person business-wise behind him. Um, they were a team, but my dad, I, people that do not know, my dad took the, he took the chances uh, a long time ago. Uh, people that only know him now, but I mean, we, we, my brothers and I, four brothers and I, we lived in a two-bedroom house um, in town, and uh, I had bunk beds with all the brothers, uh, so we started out just like any other family. And I remember when he bought his first bulldozer, um, he, you know, scared to death to borrow the money. So he took chances and he was a visionary and um, he was at the right place at the right time, but he was willing to invest and Portland was important to him. So the industry and some of the subdivisions and things that he did will, will always be. And it, and, and it doesn't, it's not a pat on my back. It's a pat on his back of the chances he took. And I didn't realize, one of my brothers told me the other day how many times our house was up for collateral. Uh, we could have lost our house several times that we lived in when we moved out here. Uh, so he took chances and he invested and he was a think outside of the box. And yes, we talked about character. He was a handshake man. Mm -hmm. And that, that was as much as any contract. And mm -hmm. um, he instilled to us the importance of that. And also, um, you know, I, anything that I've done, I could have done it outside of Portland. I mean, I could have invested, and I mentioned that um, Bowling Green, Gallatin, Hendersonville have all come to me at different times and want me to build a restaurant, five shelves there. And, of course, I say no because this one's hard as it is, but it, Portland's important to me also and to my family. So we have tried to give back also to Portland. That's wonderful. Wonderful. I, um, 
uh, I really love the um, all the effort that's went into the event center up there and all that all the remodeling, resurfacing, and things that have been done to those old buildings. It it's it's twofold because yeah, it's got that that wonderful look to it, but to take something old and make it new again, and it's still the community and it's still a place where people used to go. Um, and even just recently, my, my son up there taking, taking pictures, you know, before prom and stuff, it's just wonderful. Just things like that mean a lot to people, I think. And they, you know, they should know that there's, there are people that are giving back to the community in that way. So there are those places to go and, and, and be right here. You don't have to go to Hendersonville and Goodlettsville to book it, book an event or have an event. You can do it all right here. And I'm very appreciative of that as well. Thank um, you. What about um, uh, the the bypass that uh, we've got a second phase kind of underway? And I think uh, I talked to the mayor on the podcast. It'll be airing, I think, actually this week, which uh, he had touched on the fact he thought they were, you know, going ahead and starting to buy up some land or make offers on buying up some land and things were going on with that. And we talked about how growth and development could happen on out that way as that moves that way dependent on if there's utilities that go in alongside the road and this that and the other do you think we'll see uh, of course we're going to see traffic go that way which is not a bad thing to get the trucks off the center of, of, of the uh, you know coming down uh, broadway because that is just so difficult to get through there some days but do you think we'll see some change out that way once all this happens in five years ten years I hope it's not going to take that long. Um, I definitely am all um, about seeing that. And I've expressed with you, I want, if it was what what I would like, is the community to stay small, downtown stay small, quaint, walking, um, coffee shops, libraries, churches and um, build off of the off of that bypass and then the interstate. So, yes, I think people are already looking at us. I think the chamber and the city have worked uh, hard, but it still takes that person to say, I'm going to invest. But I think that we I, I said we're the diamond in the rough. Um, we have the best location in Sumner County. We have access to um, trains, airports, interstate. I mean, we are the best prime location, and it's going to take one person to take that chance out there on the interstate to bring in a box store, and I think they'll all follow. So, yep. yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And we just got to find that that person that, like you said, is, is willing to take that chance, that visionary, that investor. And just as it happened many years ago with your dad on the industrial side, Somebody will show up. I think they'll they'll think take that good. chance, and and I agree with you. This is a and I don't even place. think it's a chance. I think if they do it, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be in uh, green real quick because I right. think that it's the location right. and the interstate. So bring on those restaurants and and whatever you want to bring out there. I think it's going to succeed. Awesome, awesome. How do we? I guess how do we elevate the? Um, how do we elevate our small town culture, I guess, and and support these small town businesses and getting people more involved with not just the business or the chamber, 
And I know you and I talked about neither one of us are like physically involved at the chamber. They've got their staff, they've got their things, but I, I guess I'm trying to figure out how do we better sell the benefit of being a part of the chamber, just being a member. Well, I've, I've been a member ever since we cut the ribbon with occasions and um, Alice Walker was the director and we just, it's, through the years, uh, Portland has grown and the chamber has grown with it. And you've got two young girls right now that are, you know, fighting every day for businesses. And, um, you know, I think that they are showing how important the chamber can be. And they're working with the city and the city and chamber has to work together. But as far as me as a business, um, you know, my name, Five Chefs, is on things that go out to the chamber sends because I'm a member. Uh, when people come in looking for things, our name gets out there because they go to the chamber. Most people that come into a city either go to the city or to the chamber to see what's going on in mm -hmm. that town. Right. I am so proud of our chamber, and I'm so uh, tickled they're going to get into a bigger building because, again, the chamber is not only for businesses, it's for the community. And we use the Strawberry Parade as an example they work diligently for probably a month or two months or three months to get that going. But look at the people they bring in for just that one day. And that is because of chamber. That is nothing I did. It's these girls working hard to, to help these businesses for a day. So mm -hmm. they do. They I, I do. think that, um, you know, if you're not a, a member of chamber, I think you should be, it will help you. It's, it's, uh, it's a positive atmosphere. It's a growing atmosphere. Uh, I just think that they are dynamite in, in making this community uh, in some of the things they do. Yes, absolutely. And that was a hard way for me to get to that answer, but we got there. <laughs> that was exactly, exactly it. Just encouraging people to join. It's not that you have to be involved and you have to be at every meeting or every event. It's just the fact of they are supported through donations and through things like that. And they need our businesses to participate. And what you get back is all this networking opportunity, the free advertising. Like you said, somebody walks in and they ask, where can I get this service or that service? They're going to immediately put, put, put a member with that, you know, somebody that's a member. Um, Wonderful, wonderful. So you mentioned a bigger building. Is that a is that a secret thing, or can we talk? I about don't it? think it's a secret. I mean, it was been it was went before the city council like two months ago. It it all started with Farmers Bank, who I, I blessed them for thinking of this, and I'm sure um, it was a, a win win on each situation. But they, the Farmers Bank, gave it to the chamber, but through the city. So they're working on. I have no idea what they're working on, lease agreements and all that stuff. But mm -hmm. I definitely think it's a win-win for Portland, uh, Chamber, uh, Farmers Bank, and the city. I don't see anybody losing off of that. So um, they'll be able to have more community uh, opportunities to bring in more people and uh, industry, retail. I mean, it's just all going to be a, a, a step us up one more step to be able to um, when they're bringing these retail people in, they're going to be able to show them a little more of what's, what we have to right. operate on. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> it's tight quarters up there sometime, even um, when they used to have some meetings and stuff in the back. Um, and they were always so gracious. I know when uh, MCT came to town many years ago, um, and I had worked with uh, your dad on remodeling that building, and they rented from them or leased 
least from you guys and um, the Canadians that came in were so impressed with everything and how everything got done, like you said, on a handshake. And you didn't worry about the, the contracts and the paperwork. Of course, you eventually had them. You had a lease agreement, but you got you got to that point by doing everything else in, in just a gentlemanly fashion. The um, uh, the ability we had was to go up to the chamber and hold job fairs, trying to hire people. We had no no building, no business, no nothing yet. So they would you know graciously allow us to use uh, the back room up there and and do job screenings and interview people. It was really great, and it's just has well, always and, since I've been here. And they're also a, a liaison between industry and the community because I know um, several of the industry donate through chamber that is helping everybody in Portland. And, and a lot of it's not ever even known uh, how much industry donates to chamber to give back to the community, but that's because of the connection they have made with the chamber. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of industry is very supportive of the chamber and making sure it goes to the community, just like the back, back to school backpacks. I mean, that is an awesome, awesome program and they work hard. Yes. Yes, they absolutely do. Uh, the hours that they put into stuff. I know we, uh, when I talked to Sherry about, about that on the first podcast, just they have so much planning and preparation to do. And, and it amazes me that she is the only full-time person up there. That just amazes me that they get so much done. And that says a lot for her and the staff and, and everybody involved. Uh, they get a lot of good volunteers. And, and Oh, I have tried to hire her staff. Uh, I told her the last time I'm, I'm going to leave her staff alone, but yes, she's got some top notch staff. Uh, and I have, I have, I said, Sherry, I'm going after this girl. And, and she's like, no. And I said, she's not going to leave you. And she hasn't. And I said, I'm through. I'm not going to go after her anymore. So. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's funny. Well, Jaska, I know this was kind of challenging for us to have to do this twice, but thank you so much for your patience today. Well, you know what? We, we, we did it. We preserved it. We did because of uh, me not being able to get on the first thing that you needed. And then we went to the zoom and then it was meant to be. It, it was. It was. And just very appreciative of your time. I know you're a very busy person and I know people are going to enjoy listening and uh, wish you all the best in, in the businesses. And I know you'd mentioned a uh, possibility of more family members getting involved. And, and uh, but we want you to hang around and keep doing this just as long as the well, Lord's willing. I, it's it's exactly. the beauty of it. If, if the Lord's willing, I'm willing. And uh, I said earlier, um, I have a, a special heartbeat for Portland. Um, if I didn't, I would have invested somewhere else, but I, I invested here in this, this little town and I hope to see it grow, get, uh, stay, get a little cleaner in places and, uh, safe. Um, and I support the police and everything they do to try to make that happen for us to have a safe community. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed spending time with you, and I'm sure we'll be uh, seeing each other somewhere soon. In our I hope so. Nice, Come see me. We'll, we'll eat some cake together next time. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> Thanks, Troy. Thank you so this much. This was the Portland Morning Brew with Troy Holden. If you'd like to be a guest, reach out to the Portland Chamber of Commerce. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Be sure and visit the Chamber's Facebook page for more information. Thanks for listening, and join us again soon.